Hello, I'm Martin Park. You can call me Coach. Welcome to the channel. Today I'm going to talk about the Paleo Diet, the good, the bad and the better. The term Paleo Diet is a colloquial and shortened form of the Paleolithic Diet, which refers to a dietary approach based on the presumed eating patterns of our ancient ancestors during the Paleolithic Era, a period that lasted approximately 2.5 million years and ended around 10,000 years ago with the advent of agriculture. The central idea behind the Paleo Diet is to try to emulate the food choices of early humans who lived during the Paleolithic period. The diet typically includes lean meats, fish, fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds, while excluding grains, legumes, dairy foods and all processed foods. But before I talk specifically about the good, the bad and the better of the Paleo Diet, which incidentally is sometimes called the Caveman Diet or Stone Age Diet, let's first look at a bit of history. In 1890, Emmett Densmore, who was an American businessman, physician and natural hygiene advocate, promoted an early version of the Paleolithic diet when he wrote the book titled The Natural Food of Man, a brief statement of the principal arguments against the use of bread, cereals, pulses and all other starch foods. In 1952, Arnold Paul de Vries, who was an American natural hygienist, alternative health writer and another early pioneer of the Paleolithic diet, wrote the book Primitive Man and His Food, which delved into the dietary habits of our ancestors and attempted to understand the historical aspects of human nutrition. In 1975, Walter L. Vogelin wrote the book The Stone Age Diet, wherein he advocated for a diet reflective of Paleolithic eating patterns, emphasizing the consumption of unprocessed foods and echoing the sentiments of earlier contributors and further contributing to the discourse. In 1985, Stanley Boyd Eaton and Melvin Kona's controversial article, Paleolithic Nutrition, A Consideration of Its Nature and Current Implications, published in the New England Journal of Medicine, challenged contemporary views on human genetics and diet. Their proposition was that modern humans are genetically programmed for pre-agricultural foods, which introduced evolutionary considerations into the discussion and laying the groundwork for future discussions on the evolutionary discordance hypothesis and other evolutionary aspects of human nutrition. And then finally, in 2002, Lauren Cordain wrote the book The Paleo Diet, where he synthesized the early ideas that had been put forward and provided a structured framework for the modern paleo diet. His work brought coherence to the ancestral diet concept, emphasizing whole nutrient-dense foods and excluding processed elements, which was in 2010 further propelled into the mainstream with Rob Wolf's The Paleo Solution, whereby Wolf expanded on Cordain's foundations by integrating practical applications, quasi-nutritional science and other lifestyle considerations. Since then, countless books, websites and advocates have contributed to the promotion and commercialization of the paleo diet, where it is now an annual $12 billion global market. So is there anything good about the paleo diet? For some people, as a short-term transitional diet, then like all the other elimination style diets, yes, there is. If you are someone that is currently following a typical Western pattern diet that is full of nutrient deficient, highly processed foods such as refined and junk carbohydrates like breads, pastries, cakes, biscuits, lollies, candies, cereals, sugary drinks, soft drinks, sodas, processed meats and other highly processed foods of animal origin, then switching to a paleo style diet of fish, meat, fruit and certain vegetables would in the short 
short term give you a marked improvement of your overall well-being. This will be due to not only the elimination of a whole lot of foods that you should never have been eating in the first place, but also due to the high nutrient density of the animal-based foods that you would now be eating in large quantities, which will be providing your body with many nutrients that you would most likely have been deficient in. Also, when it comes to the paleo diet in relation to some of the other currently popular restrictive diets, such as the vegan diet or the keto diet, it is much harder to make a complete mess of it and become deficient in many nutrients very quickly. The paleo diet is quite specific and has very little room for variation. And while it is restrictive compared to some of the other options, it isn't as restrictive. Whereas the vegan diet and the keto diet are only specific in relation to their particular requirements. The vegan diet requires that you avoid all foods of animal origin and as long as you do that you could hypothetically consume a whole range of processed junk foods as I have personally seen many vegan converts do and become nutrient deficient almost immediately. And it is the same with the keto diet. It only requires that you don't consume many carbohydrates and you stay in ketosis. But again, it doesn't specifically restrict all highly processed foods of animal origin, which is not good if handled badly. So what isn't there to like about the paleo diet? Well, let's break it down. One, you don't need to be on a paleo diet to cut out all refined and junk foods and processed meats and other highly processed foods of animal origin. You can just choose to avoid all those foods and instead eat all the high quality nutrient dense versions of foods of animal and plant origin. Two, you don't need to be on a paleo diet to get lots of quality nutrients and essential micronutrients. You just need to eat the high nutrient density food options from within all of the food groups. And three, you don't need to be on a paleo diet to free yourself from some of the debilitating diseases that plague modern society. You just need to start taking control over your food and lifestyle choices. So is the paleo diet healthier than any other quality diet that doesn't profess to be the one and only diet that ideally fits our genetic makeup? No, it isn't. An ever-growing body of scholarly data suggests that there is no such thing as an evolved human diet and that the popular notions of returning to a diet that is more true to human nature are inconsistent with the ways our human metabolism and eating habits have developed. Paleoanthropologist Peter Unger has written that there was no single ancestral human diet for us to replicate and that the paleo diet is a myth. Humans have evolved to be flexible eaters driven by ever-changing climates, habitats and food availability. And it is this dietary versatility that has allowed our ancestors to spread across the planet and find something to eat in a remarkable variety of habitats from the Arctic to the desert. Our adaptability and dietary versatility has been the key to our evolutionary success, while the pickier eaters among us have been weeded out and become extinct. An evolutionary dietary point that is well worth remembering. So I highly recommend that you don't buy into the hype, you don't buy into the utopian beliefs that it is the perfect diet for humans, and you don't lose your ability to think clearly and do what is best for you and your health, no matter how convincing the paleo argument is in trying to sell you on their wares. Should you need my assistance with this, then I will leave a link in the description. If you have any questions, then please leave them in the comments. I thank you for listening and look forward to spending some time with you again. Bye for now.